0: Chalizor was shaken to its core last month when we learned that little Yosef Shapiro was missing. A volunteer by the name of Victor Schein, who was instrumental in locating the child, said, Initially, I was not going to go out searching. He said, I was debating whether I should go. It was overcast. I'm an older guy. What difference could I make? But then he thought about his own six-year-old grandson and he came to the realization if, God forbid, it was his grandson missing, he would want every single individual out there searching. So he went down to the search site. Victor describes arriving at the scene and seeing hundreds of people standing there, willing to search, but awaiting instructions. But he didn't want to wait any longer, so he switched on his flashlight on his phone and began to search. He describes walking under the bridge by the Belt Parkway up and down the beach, Calling out, Yosef, Yosef, we are looking for you. But there was no answer. And after an hour and a half of searching in the raging thunderstorms, he began to doubt whether he still belonged out there, due to his own failing health. But as he turned back, he noticed the dirt path. So he turned onto the dirt path and called out again, Yosef, Yosef, we are looking for you. And it was at that moment that he heard the child's voice call out from the darkness, Ta! He immediately called for backup. And moments later, Josef was miraculously found safe and sound. Victor said, the takeaway for him is how one person can make such a difference. Who am I, he said. I'm some old 56-year-old guy, and apparently I made a huge difference. He said, right when they were ready to give up hope, when the sun was already set and the rain coming down, eliminating any trail, you just keep going, you just do. You don't worry about looking stupid or feeling stupid, you just do. Truly inspiring words. But perhaps being in the Saracimate Shuva, there's another powerful lesson we can take away from this story. Moshe Wolfson Schlitter calls the Karliner, who asks, Why does the Chazan scream HaMelech and Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur from his seat before he reaches the Amet? Why doesn't he first step up to the Ahmed like every other Shabbos in Yantav and then say HaMelech? Says the Karliner, it is to demonstrate that from wherever a Jew finds himself, if he cries out HaMelech, Hashem listens to his call, even if a person is very distant. However, if he longs and yearns for the Melech, the Melech Malche Hashem answers his call. It doesn't matter where you are located. Even if you find yourself all the way in the back, If you scream out HaMelech, the Rabbeinu Shalom will bring you up to the front. The Pesach says in Parshas Nitzavim, we say this Pesach in Slichas, If you find yourself somewhere dispersed in the end of the heavens, From there, Hashem will gather you and take you in. And the question is, the Pasik should really say, If you will be pushed to the distant corners of the earth. Who is situated at the edges of heaven? But perhaps the Pasik is teaching us a deep fundamental lesson in Yiddish If you should ever find yourself so distant, so removed, to the point of Bekzei, you're dangling off the edge, you are barely hanging onto the corner, but then HaShemayim, you cry out to the heavens, you call out to your Father in Heaven, HaShem elekecha. From there, HaShem will take you, and from there, He will comfort you. Because when you scream HaMelech, when you call out to the Avinu Sheba Shemayim, when you cry out Ha, that will be your Yeshua. Even little six-year-old Yosef Shapiro knew that. And now, We know. Have a wonderful day.